So here we are on the cusp of Christmas. The cusp of Christmas. And we'll be back in church soon. So what about this extraordinarily short week of Advent? A few hours, actually. What's it about? Well, to me, it's, it's extraordinary because the three readings have something in common that is really a, kind of a uniquely human thing, and we understand it. This first reading that we heard from Samuel, uh, Samuel the prophet is telling about all these things that God has done. I'll fix a place for my people Israel. I'll plant them in a place that they may dwell in their place. He'll establish a house for you. He'll rescue your ancestors. I will be a father to him. He will be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom will endure forever. Second reading from Romans talks about all the things that have been revealed are finally coming true. And then this wonderful gospel, of course, uh, the Annunciation about Mary getting the word from the angel. What do they have in common? One word. Promise. You and I know promise. Most of us, unfortunately, have had the experience of people breaking their promises to us. We hate that. We hate that. You promised and you didn't deliver. I think that promise is something that is a uniquely human trait. You can have a great hunting dog. That dog ain't going to make you any promises. It's a human thing. And for most of us as human beings, we fail our promises from time to time. But the promises that we hear about in these three readings today are from God, and God never reneges on his promises. You can take it to the bank. Those promises are there. Now, the thing about promises is that they are always future-oriented. If you remember, we talked about that several times during Advent, that God is not a God of living in the past. It's really not being white knuckle in the present, kind of just barely holding on. But it's always about that invitation. It's always about the promise of things that will be. So most of the time when we get our knickers in a knot or our bloomers in a bunch and things don't go well for us, it's either because we're living in the past and not letting go of something or we're stressing about things in the present time that we think that we can control or they should go our way. But part of it is the fact that we forget that we are people of the promise. We're not people of the past and we're not people of the present. We are people of the promise which means we have to always kind of have our eyes peeled. For the last eight years, I've said to you that Advent isn't a season, it's a lifestyle. And it's a lifestyle that causes us to always be looking for the presence of Christ, no matter how lousy the, the outlook is. There's no place that God is not. There's no person whose eyes we will ever look into that God does not love. Now, is that hard for us? Absolutely. That's why God is God and we're human beings. But the promise remains. And so the thing about this squishy little baby that we celebrate at Christmas time uh, is that it could never stop there. Babies can't make promises. Adults can. And so the adult Christ whom we'll be celebrating is the one that calls us to live as people of the promise which means that we live in hope. Holy Father said a couple years ago, we can't call ourselves Christians if we don't hope. 
because it's always in what is unseen. It's always what's coming. It's always what's in the future. And therefore, we like to say it's in God's hands because it is anyway. So as we uh, get ready for all the wonderful festivities and the things that you'll be doing, um, it really calls us to do, Christmas is a time that calls us to do uh, the things that you and I as Christians should be doing all the time. Gather, connect, and love. Gather. We need to get together. We need to get together. We need to be together. We are created as community. But it's not just getting people in one room together. We need to connect. That's the interpersonal relationship part of this. It's not just putting cattle in a pan. And the unique way that Christians do that is through love. We gather, we connect, and we love. Why? First of all, because that's what Christ did. And secondly, it's because we're people of the promise. So I hope as you go through these next days and, and uh, extend your celebrations that you think about the fact that it's the promises that we keep that give us meaning and purpose in our lives. God promised. You just need to decide if you're going to believe.